y'all and welcome back to the for the one podcast i'm so excited because today is the first of the rest of our month of christmas episodes i'm so so excited now i did mention last week that we'd have a guest today however she was sick uh please be praying that she'll get better her name is kate hopefully we'll be able to have her on um in an episode maybe later in the season y'all will definitely want to hear what her and our friend Randy have to say, but for this week, we will be focusing on the birth of Jesus, like we will the whole month, so grab your favorite Christmas sweater, grab your favorite ornament, go put it on the tree, get your hot chocolate, and all the fun things, y'all, and let's get started. So, whenever my birthday or Christmas, anytime that anybody asks me for a list for what I want for gifts, I just never know what to ask for. I'm sure many of you can relate to that. It's like, oh, all year long, I know what I want every time I go to the store or something. And then by the time someone's asking me, hey, what do you want? I'm like, I have no idea. I I genuinely, y'all, I go to Pinterest and sometimes Google and I just say, what to get? a 20-year-old girl for Christmas. What to get my 20-year-old daughter for her birthday? (laughs) Like, it's literally so lame. How do I not even know my own interests? Um, Lame, but it helps me get inspiration, honestly, because I love making wish lists. I do. Like, I, I mean, if you've ever seen my wish list, it's, you know, got links and sizes and inspiration pictures and Christmas emojis and red and green writing and I just make them so cute. I love making them. I just never know what to put on them at first. And I mean, I'm fine as long as I turn it into my mom by Black Friday <laughs> so she can get the deals. My last birthday, way back in March, I remember I was thinking about what I wanted to get. And I remember that everything that I wanted, truly, deeply, really longed for, None of it could be wrapped. I remember it made me kind of sad. I wanted to read to you part of my journal entry from when I was making my birthday list, not knowing what to ask for because I couldn't physically receive any of these presents. I say, as I was making my wish list, I couldn't think of what to ask for. Most of the time, I never can and just go to Pinterest. (laughs) That's funny that I wrote that. However, this time my heart was heavy. I think my heart was heavy because all that I want can't be bought. And then I go on to list a handful of things that I want. One of them was, you know, a big girl career. One of them is to fall in love. I want to have a kitchen and a place to call my own. And, you know, one of them was, I want to go study abroad. I want to be able to afford it. And... I said, it makes me sad that these things can't just become wrapped in a cute box. Instead, it feels like my own efforts are the only way I'll get them. I know that's not necessarily true, and I know that I need to be patient with God and know that his timing is perfect. I should be celebrating the fact that such beautiful things aren't wrapped with tissue paper, but rather they seize my heart and my life and have a special signature from God. I know... Like, I know these things, but it's hard in the moment not to want it now or even know what it looks like or if it will ever happen. But God, I trust you. Help me to enjoy my right now and genuinely celebrate this blessed life. 
I think it's crazy reading back on things and like, wait, I wrote that? (laughs) But this is actually one of many prayers of my own that I remember. And I think it's, I was reminded of it this holiday season, you know, because of gifts and what do I want for Christmas and all that. But I think it's really sweet how today I live out one of those answered prayers. I, I currently am studying abroad and currently have been able to afford it. Like how blessed that God, even, even though it was just one of many prayers on this list, God is fulfilling it. And thinking back on how, thinking about how I got this gift, yet, yet it didn't come in a box or a bag, made me think about how the greatest gift we've ever received couldn't be wrapped. But, well, I mean, I guess kind of, because he came bundled in a blanket, lying in a manger, baby Jesus. And how grateful I am to have received the gift that is God incarnate for our salvation. Y'all, I want to read to you Mary's song in Luke chapter 1. No, it's not Taylor Swift's Mary's song. (laughs) Um, But the song that Mary sang right after after an angel of the Lord told her she was going to be pregnant with Jesus. I think it's really cool. I'll read to you a few bits and pieces before this. But basically, an angel came to her and said, You will conceive and give birth to a son. You will call him Jesus. He will be the most high. Wait. He will be great and will be called son of the most high. The Lord God will give him the throne of his father David, and he will reign over Jacob's descendants forever. His kingdom will never end. It goes on in verse 37 where it says, For no word from God will ever fail. And Mary's response is, I am the Lord's servant. May your word to me be fulfilled. And then, at this time, Mary went to go visit her cousin Elizabeth. Now, who knows if it were a planned trip or not, but my best guess is she went to visit her um, her cousin to kind of allow herself to grow in her pregnancy outside of the watchful eyes from her town. Um, but... As she approaches, I think it's so cool, as she approaches Elizabeth, who is also pregnant, Elizabeth feels her baby rejoice being in the presence of Mary's baby Jesus in her belly. And Elizabeth says in verse 45, Blessed is she who has believed that the Lord would fulfill his promises to her. And this leads up to Mary's response, who this girl, she was likely very terrified She likely had only told maybe her mother and her father and probably was still very fearful of what the town would think. Yet when she got this assurance from her cousin and just overwhelmed with the glory of the Lord, Mary says in Luke 1, 46, My soul glorifies the Lord and my spirit rejoices in God my Savior, for he has been mindful of the humble state of his servant. From now on, all generations will call me blessed. For the Mighty One has done great things for me. Holy is His name. His mercy extends to those who fear Him from generation to generation. He has performed mighty deeds with His arm and has scattered those who are proud in their inmost thoughts. He has brought down rulers from their thrones but has lifted up the humble. 
He has filled the hungry with good things, but has sent the rich away empty. He has helped his servant Israel, remembering to be merciful to Abraham and his descendants forever, just as he promised our ancestors. And then Mary stayed with Elizabeth for about three months before returning home. I think it's so sweet that that's the song of the heart of a mother. A song from Jesus' mother. And I just want to reread to you the, I know it was long, so I'm going to reread to you the parts that stood out to me in her response. She says, My soul glorifies the Lord, and my spirit rejoices in God my Savior, for he has been mindful of his humble servant. For the mighty one has done great things for me. Holy is his name. His mercy extends to those who fear him from generation to generation. Y'all, that includes our time. Generation to generation, God's mercy extends to those who fear him. That includes you and I. He's performed mighty deeds. He has brought down rulers. He has filled the hungry. Essentially, God has been just. He is just. He has helped his servant Israel, remembering to be merciful. And just as he has promised to our ancestors. Y'all, this is so... I just think it's so beautiful uh, the way Mary describes the nature of God. Having just been blessed with literally his child. Praise it, like praises her response. Let this be the song of our hearts too. For God is merciful and he fulfills his promises. This is God here fulfilling his entire promise to a great generation. Not generation. What's the word? Nation. He's fulfilling a promise to an entire nation, let alone the entire world. Let this be the songs of our hearts. Let our souls glorify the Lord and our spirit rejoice in God, my Savior. How grateful are we to receive the gift of Jesus? You know, this time of year can be difficult for a lot of people. I think it's just super stress-induced, like maybe lots of deadlines at work or at school. I know that um, I can particularly remember in high school with lugging all of my bags. Because you know high school, you're bringing bags for your your morning athletics, your school to change of clothes, your backpack, your afternoon athletics, all these different things. I remember every day lugging my bags back and forth past the Christmas tree to my room. And every day I would just look at the Christmas tree with hope. And I'm like, soon, soon the day will come. I'll have Christmas break. Like, it's coming soon. The tree is up. You know, it's less than a month away. And I feel like every Christmas season I have something like that. Like, that was maybe freshman year of high school and all throughout high school. Um, In college, it's been the Christmas lights on my campus every time they light it at the beginning of the month. And then whenever I'm bummed and need motivation, I just drive by the Christmas lights. Or um, this semester for me, there's this garden uh, on my way home from school. It's called, it says Fleur Garden, which I think is Italian for flower or at least German. It means flower, floral garden. And uh, in November, they set up pine pine leaves all around and wrapped christmas lights on it and then they they've always had christmas lights up but they strung even more lights and more decorations and then y'all they set out christmas trees 
And I'm not, like, yes, in their shop they did, but along the street, in front of the shop, they set out their Christmas trees. And they're not decorated, but they're real trees, and they just smell so good. And I love passing them every day on my way home from school. And honestly, not even sights, like trees and such, but even songs, like Christmas songs. Me, I'm a play my Christmas music after Thanksgiving type girl. And (laughs) it also, like, gives me a lot of hope when I'm... Uh, in the drudge of finals for the semester and all that. Currently, in case you're wondering, my favorite song, and that gives me the most hope and just, like, mm, soul-refreshing, is Oh Night Divine, um, sung by Lauren Daigle. Y'all, I highly recommend add it to your Christmas song list. It's great, not only because it's beautiful, but it's uh, Christian. It's a Jesus Christmas song, uh, which I think is kind of crazy that there are some that aren't, but... All that to say, the same way, I'm sure many of you feel the same way I did in terms of, you know, you've got deadlines at your job and all this and you're just holding out for Christmas. You're holding on to the hope that one day will come and I will have a break. I will have relief. My worries will be no more. Just as we let the holidays be our motivation, longing and striving for the day to come when we get off of work and done with school. That's how the Israelites felt waiting on the Messiah. Mary's song that she sings, that is relief. Honor to be his mother and relief that the Messiah is coming. Just as we look forward to the holidays, that's how the world feels still. Whether they know it or not, those who don't know Jesus have an emptiness in them and a longing to fulfill it. An emptiness that only Jesus can make whole, yet people of the world search for it in literally everything else. I think such deep longing, and they, they don't know the one who fulfills it. Imagine the sorrow. This time of year especially, they'll search for it in the quote-unquote magic of Christmas, which, yes, Christmas can be very romantic and stuff, but I think it's interesting equivalenting it to pagan things such as magic, but they'll look for it in the magic of Christmas or in how many gifts can I get or will I get everything I want on my gift. Hedonistically, they just search for it maybe in whatever activity makes them happy. And a couple of times I've seen this video recently. And the narrator says that people in the world that are of the world are so bold in their unbelief, so outspoken about their promiscuity, promiscuousness, promiscuity, I think is the word. (laughs) They're so outspoken in their frankly evil lifestyles that they're so bold, we as Christians need to size up in our boldness in Jesus Christ. We shouldn't, just as they are unafraid, we should not be afraid to speak the name of Jesus out of gratitude and appreciation for this sweet, sweet baby that came to the world. Let us proclaim his name. Let us give the hope to people of the world that is more than just a Christmas tree, more than just a song, more than just lights, more than just a day off of work. It is a hope for our salvation. Y'all, let us proclaim his name. And honestly, this time of year, strategically, logically, is the perfect time to do it because everybody is celebrating Christmas, whether they're celebrating the true reason of it or not. 
Most people are celebrating Christmas, and we as Christians can boldly proclaim the true story of why it's called Christmas. Christ. Christ. Christmas. Honestly, they probably will be more receptive, too. If they're seeing Christmas things all around them and then hear the story of Jesus, they'd be like, oh, that'll make sense why we celebrate this. And then hopefully it'll click, oh, this is real. Oh, my goodness. You know, just a thought. (laughs) In celebrating Jesus's birth, we can be obedient to the command to tell the world about him. Like we, in celebrating Jesus as a baby, we get to be obedient to the command that him as an adult said, tell the world. In Luke chapter 2, verse 32, I, well, before I read it, growing up, you know, in the Bible, you'll hear Jews and Gentiles. I never really, for a while, I didn't realize that I myself am a Gentile. <laughs> I just kind of thought of Gentiles being those who didn't, people who didn't know Jesus. Which I guess symbolically, maybe they were. Um, But Gentiles are actually those who are not ethnically Jewish. Those who are not of Israeli uh, blood, I guess. Who aren't Israelites, who aren't Jewish. And I always thought of Gentiles being those who didn't know Jesus. Y'all, let me read you Luke 2. 32. So this right here is a verse said by, well, this is a praise to God, said by Simeon, a prophet in the temple of the Lord. This is right after he met baby boy Jesus. And he says, a light for revelation to the Gentiles and the glory of your people, Israel. He says this about baby Jesus. Here, let me go back in verse 30. For my eyes have seen your salvation, which you have prepared for in the sight of all nations, a light for revelation to the Gentiles and the glory of your people, Israel. Y'all, he's saying this about baby Jesus. Jesus is our salvation. He's prepared in the sight of all nations. He's a revelation to the Gentiles about the glory of God of Israel. And I just think that's so cool. Like, salvation in Jesus is for everyone. Jew, Gentile, those who grew up knowing God, those who have never heard the name of Jesus before. And those who believe in him will have peace because he is the Prince of Peace. Those who believe in him will have peace. Cherish that truth as you look forward to the holidays. Love it so much, but you can't help but share it with others. The rest of the world. The inside of all the nations share it with others the prince of peace has come and he has saved us and we get to celebrate his birthday in view of the whole world y'all to get myself into the christmas spirit and really just to cherish what this holiday means i am reading a diva suggested to me from my sister lauren It's to read a chapter of Luke every single day of December. Since it only has 24 chapters, it'll end perfectly on Christmas Eve, and you'll get to go into the holiday refreshed and reminded of what it means to celebrate the birth of Christ, what it means to celebrate Christmas. 
most of today's episode actually was based off of Luke chapters 1 and 2. Y'all, I highly recommend the read. There is so much more that I didn't mention in this episode that y'all, like, I've heard this all my life. And even still, like, just to dwell on it a little bit longer is so, like, the Lord will bless you. I encourage you, read it and let me know, let others know, particularly those who don't know God, what you learn about Jesus in what you read. Just in preparation for the holiday season, being little goers and doers and sayers of Jesus. <laughs> for the one who's listening, center yourself, your thoughts, your actions on Jesus this season. Dwell on the true gift that his presence on earth is. A baby. A baby, not some present in a box, but truly the greatest gift we've ever received. Let the love and peace you receive from the Holy Spirit overflow and share it boldly with others. For the one who's listening, Jesus loves you. God bless. Hey, y'all. If this has been a blessing to you, please go ahead and share it with your friends. Who knows? Maybe they'll be the one who needs to hear it. Also, go ahead and subscribe to the show so you get notified when new episodes launch. And follow along on Instagram at ForTheOnePodcast underscore. Thanks again for listening. Peace out.